swim. Why should I consistently have to say shit if you come over the podcast? Because you saw I wasn't looking and you could. You never pay like... attention. You never fucking pay attention. Yeah, so this is more about nothing. Oh, okay. Somebody's here now. <laughs> Someone here. <laughs> this nigga, she just had to do the, oh, niggas part. <laughs> then she was like, oh, I'm live. Just had to get it out of my system. Okay. <laughs> this is more about nothing. Uh, yeah. So, how are you? Uh, I'm all right. shit, she missing her nephew gang. Go ahead, finish. <laughs> that don't make me not shit. It that does. Just it definitely does. Makes me an aunt who's busy. That's it definitely it. does. <laughs> no, it definitely does. No, it does. Support the kids. I do. Support but then them. on top of that, they don't like for me to go to none of his sporting events or none of the kids' sporting uh, events, to be honest. They said I'll be talking again. to the kids crazy like it's not a kids game. Like this shit ain't Sometimes no you game. have to. Some sometimes you have to let them know who the fuck especially if he's really good. Yeah. Like, he was playing basketball, right, <laughs> in middle school, and he just converted to football in high school, so cool. But in middle school... He a ninth grader? No, he in a... What grade is he in? What is he? He's 16, so he a 10th grader. Might be a junior. No, he's a 10th grader. You 14 when you get in a... Damn, is he a junior? Again, I ain't shit as an auntie. Everybody keep calm. I'm I'm really sure he's a sophomore. Okay. He could have a late birthday. He could. But when does he turn 17? Because 18 years. April. April of next year. So eight... I graduated at 17, so you can't really use that as a. Did you graduate early? No. My birthday is in July. So by the time the school year is over, I'm still whatever age I was coming into that last year. Uh-huh. When, and his birthday is when? April. April. So, no. He's a soft... He was born in 2005. Yeah, my man's a... He, he a sophomore. Okay. Most people graduate at 18. So, at 18, he'd be out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, anyway. um, <clears throat> I'm here for it. Yeah. So, like... They legit told me I couldn't come to no more of his basketball games because I was yelling at the coach and the kids and all of that. Like, uh, don't come back to the games because you're a little too into it. I'm not mad at that. Support is support. Yeah. Kids need support. I used to do that uh, at my nephew games and bro used to get mad. I used to tell him score more. Like, nigga, score more. I was a bad uncle in the crowd. <laughs> like, one time, and this epic. One time, these niggas had to play under man. So, these niggas had six niggas and two niggas fouled out. And the ref came up to the coach and was like, what you want to do? And he was like, shit, let them play with four. They was busting that other team ass. So, one dude got mad and was like, man, this nigga ain't Kobe. And I was like, bitch, to you he is. Nephew was out there. That's the one time. Well, that's the time. And I can't say one time because then I'll, I'll be lying. That nigga put on. That nigga made me proud as uncle. And and after that, he went to some AAU shit. And his dad was like, bring me some change back. I think he gave him like, I think he gave him like a hundred or he gave him 50. And he was like, man, bring him some change back. He was like, man, bring my change back. I was like, man, spend all that nigga money. He was like, nigga, you give him some money. I gave that nigga 50. It was like, don't bring me anything back. You deserved all of it. Please enjoy it. But he was out there fucking them niggas up. It was four on five. No, it was three. 
Cause another nigga got fired out. It was three, and they was trying to trap nephew. Nephew was having fun. He was getting that bitch like, all right, what y'all want to see now? However way you want it. No, that's good. You're yeah, I love that fat bitch. Oh. Only reason I call him that because he's bigger than me. He just hung up on me. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. We have our time where we be uh, disrespectful, but then he he got a little bit too disrespectful. I'm like, hey, 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 bitch, I'm still on uncle now. <laughs> you gotta slow this one down. Bobby Valentino. So, uh, some shit I want to touch on that's always very important to me. Hey, uh, do you think it was easier for you to interact with people when you were, let's say, like, a kid? Like, let's say, during your high school years. I mean, during your school years. Do you think it was easier for you to interact with people then or now? Um, Niggas always want to show off the rollies. I think it was easier for me to interact with people in elementary to middle school. When I got to high school, I realized I didn't like people. And I stopped. <laughs> I didn't like people. But you're more of a unicorn because you get all the cool shit out the way when you were young. Yeah. Man, By the you... time I got to high school, it, was, it, it wasn't no, ooh, let's. That yeah, normal people probably fucking and you like, oh, bitch. I've been doing that. <laughs> bitch, huh? look, drinking liquor like, bitch. Huh? Now, that's the only thing that I didn't really is drink. I drank, but I didn't like it. Any weed. You know how everybody tries weed in high school. I didn't do any of those until I became an adult. I'm, I'm with you on the weed part. Drinking part, I had bad friends. No, I didn't drink at all. Because uh, mom was a fiend. So we was doing shit we weren't supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like going to the liquor store, like we all any up on our little chain, take some bottles to the store, and we'd go get some liquor. And we'd be in that bitch playing cards, and I'd be losing. And niggas like, well, shit, nigga, since you losing so much, just drink that, drink the rest of it. And it'd be like a fucking quarter left. It would be like damn near to the bottom. But we didn't pour all the liquor in it, and we didn't add juice to shit. Niggas be like, man, just go head down and shit. My dumb ass not knowing all the fucking liquor at the bottom. <laughs> Take a big ass gulp of that shit. I'm the only one fucked up. <laughs> Young as hell still in feelings. <laughs> but yeah. do, 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 do. Um, my first time drinking, I was 17 and my mama gave me my first drink. Oh no, it's not feeling it's, it's reasons. The reasons. That's what it was. I fucked that all the way you up. You did. It's okay. But your mom gave, gave your first she drink. She gave me my first drink and she took me to my first cabaret. So my mom and my cousins used to throw cabarets all the time. And when I turned 17, I was like, I want to go. And she was like, okay. And then she was like, you Fuck, can Cool ass fucking moms. My mom want to take me across the street with her friends. I ended up going to the cabaret and she was like, I was like, so you going to let me drink too? I mean, you might as well let me have a full blown experience since I'm here. How the fuck does this nigga game her motherfucking mama like this? And um, she let me do it. And the rest was history from there. Once we passed, once I got to 15, me and my mama's beef, it really pretty much ended at that point. Like, we got it together and we got to a place where it was just like, all right, now you listen and now we can talk. Now we can vibe. And it was Who just do you blame for there. that? I blame her. You don't blame you for being a kid and not knowing shit? Because a lot of times with kids, and I'm speaking of, you know, previous shit, I didn't listen. Okay. If I would have listened, I would have been a lot fucking better off if I would have fucking listened. And I wasn't a bad kid. It was just certain shit that I was like, 
Man, get the fuck on. I got friends, nigga. So, it's not even that. And the reason why I said it so easily that I blame her, it took a couple of years of therapy and a whole lot of uh, being in your feelings to find out why I feel the way I feel. I think your therapist is shitty, but please go ahead. Okay, continue. Mm -hmm. So, bam... Fuck you tell me to continue then then the bam know, come out of your because, mouth. This nigga continue. Bam. Yeah, so like that's I was saying. You always do that shit. You cut me off and I be thinking and then it just my whatever. Bad. Anyway, the reason why I say my mom is because I feel like all kids do everything for a reason. There is always a reason behind it. True enough, there will be that off kid who just don't give a fuck. And they just do shit just to be doing shit. But I used to say to her. Might hit like, the bell for Monet. Ooh, that was a good one. Right. Didn't I just feel like a little dummy right there? <laughs> oh, you eerie. No, no, no. I was saying hit the bell because I, I feel like Monet is that one. Just do shit just to do it? Yeah. Absolutely. She That's why I said hit absolutely the bell. no reason to act the way she did, but whatever. Um, It was just like, a, okay, well, we just going to roll with it type thing. And once she actually stopped trying to force me to do shit and listened, Cause all I kept saying to her is all you gotta do is listen to me. If you would talk to me, you would understand. If you would listen, you don't care. And then when she finally did start listening, I had to change my approach on how I took it to her. And then once I changed that and she started listening, it made sense. And now that's what changed our relationship. At what age? 15. Mm. Pretty fucking dope 15 year old. If I say myself being able to, to know it and understand like fam, you got to walk with me on this one. Yeah, that's my mom. I needed her. And she didn't understand why I needed her in the magnitude that I needed her in because we had us some situations. I ain't bullshitting from 7 to 14. And it was just like, yo, all right, at this point, I'm tired of crying by myself. You my mama. Hello. Help me. Help me. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, okay, I'm not going to. Spaz out, I'm not going to start yelling. I'm not going to do none of that. I'm not going to run away no more. Lord Jesus, that was a whole thing. Um, I never want to run away because I, I like sandwiches. I like sandwiches and food in my bed. <laughs> but you know what? At that point, at that point, I just really didn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, so whenever I come in contact with somebody who did, I never put my shit on them. I, I, I pump faked like I was going to run away. Nah, a real nigga literally got was like, I'm out. Nah, I was, and she, but then I did it in her face. She like, I'm scared. Well, if you leave it, take everything that you paid for. That's how cold she is. She say, don't take shit I paid for. I say, okay, that's cool. Big bet. But at the time, I was babysitting. I was working, so I had money. So I was buying my own shit. She didn't think I was gonna do it, but I did. Yes. <clears throat> Once, so. You have to know the child that you're playing with. She it, found out then. It's certain kids that you can be like, yeah, I go so far with this nigga. This nigga, ain't nobody going to believe because you're a crier. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to cry on the porch. And I'm just going to be like, man, bring your dumb ass in the house. Yeah. So the, it goes back to, that's like me finding out I, all, my whole life I thought my dad was the tough nigga. I always thought he was a tough nigga until I got older and I seen my grandma work and my grandma <laughs> was like, it's been certain times he didn't did certain shit. Like he had this putty and with him having this putty, I'm a kid, I'm playing with it. My dumb ass done left it out in the sun container off. It didn't spilled over. He choking the life out of me. My grandma came outside. was like, Tommy, Tommy, what you doing to that boy? 
He, this nigga was choking the fuck out of me. Everything was going dark. Only thing I heard was her voice. <laughs> Jesus. I heard her voice like, oh. Like, is that you, Lord? <laughs> My one and only savior. So I'm at this bitch. He's he's attempting murder. That's what the fuck it was. <laughs> that shit was not called me getting my ass whooped or me being a bad kid. That was attempt murder. <laughs> that nigga that nigga's trying that bitch was trying to kill me if we gonna keep it a buck. And she was like, Tommy, what is you doing? And like, nothing, mama. She meant she said, I hope you ain't out there putting your hands on that boy. She said, Tommy, let me come in here and talk to you. Every time it was some gangster shit, uh you see my brother Rob, his mom, his mom towards me is not the best individual. I don't really care for her. Uh, she, she used to lock the older siblings out the crib, but it would never be her kids. It'd always be like my older sibling. And I would be too scared to go outside or stand up and open up the door and shit like that. So them, and, and one time I got locked outside too. And we had to sleep at the homie house. So with us having to sleep at the homie house and shit, uh, my grandma called and she was like, uh, hey, Tommy, I need to talk to you. She was like, let my grandkids get locked out the house again. You going to see me in court. And she hung up on me. She always did G shit like that. Like she'd be like, then my grandkids don't play with them. Cause I don't give a fuck about being your mama. Cause they're my grandkids. So when I get older, I notice like, my nigga, you the hit man. You take orders. Like this the boss. Yeah, duh. <laughs> so, but as a kid, I only remember the rah-rah nigga. Well, yeah, that's true. As you grow, you definitely will figure it out. But yeah, my, my grandma my the killer. The why I, I, Jacob is 11, and he has literally had three whoopings in his whole life. Oh, you're soft. No, but she the reason why I won't do it. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. However you, uh, however you rectify situations with your child is how you do it. Yeah, because you know they say you try to fix the the mistakes of your mm-hmm. past with your kids, and but then I had to check myself them three times that I was like, but then you know I'm a whole sissy and punk because uh. after I whooped them each time, I went in my room and cried like, God damn. Huh? But hey, that should be hard whooping a little you. I led the league of ass whoopers until Therese came. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was LeBron. I was I was <laughs> appearing at every finals. But the one shit about LeBron, I was winning every championship. I'm MVP, yeah, like, defensive player of the year. When she was doing the shit, my mama had to get creative with shit. Like what? She just slapped the shit out of me with a whole ass lamp. I don't even know how I made it through a lot of that shit though. Like. She, one time, I don't know how I ended up with her standing on my face. It's a miracle that I'm alive today. Like these were events that I was like, "This is child abuse." My nigga, it sounded like she didn't. It sounded like she didn't uh, sign up for the Tommy Bivens class because that's how that nigga was. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that nigga caught you at, that's where that nigga whooped your ass at. Fam, it, it that happened. nigga, that nigga whooped me in front of the block party one time, and, and my then, brother had to say, she "Stop." She fucked me up so bad one time and dared me to cry. It was like, I dare you to cry because we was in public. Oh, that ain't shit. Oh, okay. So you, so you know what? She didn't take the accelerated class that Tommy Bivens was passing out. This nigga whooped my ass on a job site, and then I still had to work. I still had to work for this nigga. Ain't oh. nothing like your supervisor beating your ass and you gotta ride <laughs> home with him and still gotta work. Yeah, no. And I then he take it. you to McDonald's, but your ass still sore, so you be happy. You be like, ooh, let me get a... Then you feel that soreness in your ass. Like, let me get a... 
Yeah, man, I'll take a burger, man. <laughs> Nigga, be tripping. <laughs> Daddy said, it. you got to come in. I don't want to fucking come in. Fuck that nigga. Now, if I go back and tell him, you going to tell him you a hoe. <laughs> That's definitely, definitely how it used to be. Out of the four of us, I think I am the only one who got fucked up on the regular basis. Monet has never gotten a whooping in her life. Not once. It's different when it's your oldest. Jason, Jason used to do shit. And I'd be like, oh, here we go again. And he would talk to Jason. But but me? Let me try it? Oh, the, shit. The closest sis ever got to a whooping was my granddaddy. Picture it. I still remember it like, it's this, like it happened yesterday. Solely because this is the only time she ever got any type of chastising. So it was Thanksgiving. We was getting ready to have Thanksgiving dinner at my grandma's house. So, of course, my mama and her kids are always the ones that do everything. So, we there. We cleaning up. We cooking. Doing all of this. My granddaddy say, he say, Monet, get the vacuum and vacuum the living room. That was at like 9.30 that morning. Okay. 12 o'clock roll around. He say it again. Monet, get the vacuum and vacuum the living room. Monet in her room, she living her life on her pager because pagers was the thing then because she had one. And she on the phone, all of this, and he said it again about 2 o'clock. He said it for that third time, and she was standing in the dining room. When I tell you my granddaddy slapped the fuck out of her, I'm talking open hand, pumped that face. Her shit had a handprint on it. I'm, no, no bullshit. Me and Princess was standing in the living room because I was just like, bro, just hand me the vacuum and I'll do it. Because I'm tired of him calling her name. After you see a nigga get slapped, you be like, and when, Mo, when he slapped Monet, I'm talking about her shit, which, like the Exodus? Is that what it's called? The ex, whatever? The Exodus. Yeah, nah, yeah. I'm fucking retarded. Yeah, Ain't that a yeah. bitch? Yeah, thank you for joining me. So, bam. Fucking GED and fail me so again. so hard. And when I tell you, you seen my sister. She ain't light-skinned, but she ain't dark enough to the point where you won't see if she's been hit. But, baby, when he got done slapping the fuck out of her, she vacuumed the whole goddamn house, okay? And my mama was pissed. I'm talking pissed. The same lady that beat my ass with extension cords. The same lady caught me coming out the shower and beat my ass with so, an extension cord. So, niggas can't get... So... <clears throat> Yeah, because you want to know the difference is with people with and and this is just me assuming, but with people with multiple kids, I don't remember Jay getting his ass whooped like that. I remember one epic time me and Kyle was in the tub and Jay did some shit and the nigga got body slammed in the tub. But as far as Jay getting fucked up, I don't remember that shit. Yeah, it didn't happen like that. It because can't... it's a difference when it's your fucking oldest. And I think my dad felt a certain type of way because my older sister got killed. So with her getting killed, he was like, well, I can't fuck up with dog. And Jay was more of a, they always say like he's, he was like an adult. Like when he was like 14, 15, that nigga was really like a adult. Like he would be like, do your homework. I'm going to make y'all something to eat, take a bath, be in bed by this time. So my dad wouldn't have to dad because Jason would do it. So it would be so fucked up that at school when I act up, niggas would be like, call his daddy. One nigga got smart was like, no, call his brother. And I was like, whoa, we can talk about all this shit, bro. We don't even have to do this. Like, man, I thought you were the cool one. 
<laughs> so it was the teacher. Yes, it it was a difference once niggas found out the cheat code. Yeah, it, but, it was I like don't that. remember dog getting fucked up. Kyle, I remember Kyle getting fucked up. I remember it vividly. Me and Kyle was oh, he didn't get fucked up as much as me. But I think a lot of that plays into because I reminded my dad of my mom, and I think it was more so like. And this is the shit I want to give this to because she fucked me up on the regular. Maybe your old dude. No, I'm really like if you like if you put me in front of if you were to meet my grandparents and they would tell you they on the regular basis. They call me her. They like you act just like your mama. Well, that's probably why the fuck we couldn't get along because she always got some smart shit to say. And I definitely got some smart shit back. But but you got to understand and not so much. You got to understand. I tell Therese that. Therese is, is more like my old dude. He just don't get the rah-rah, I'm about to fuck you up. So with Therese, he go through so much shit of, like my dad. And I tell him, I said, dog, you not going to never learn our how, will learn how to fix shit until you fix the issue you have with your old dude. I said, nigga, that's the key. Like, nigga, you arguing, that's the key, him. Until you conquer him, nigga, you're not going to be able to go no further. No. Your shit going to con- continuously and consecutively be fucked up in yeah. order. It's a true statement, though. Like, you got to you gotta get to the root of your problem. And for a long time, the root of my problem was my mother and how she reacted. But once we made that, we fixed that, that was my G. That was my best friend. And I give anything to have her back now. Just to go back, even to have one of, you know, knock down, drag out fights. But it be like that. So it's like. I don't feel that way about none of my parents. Like, oh, I wish I, I wish I could fix our relationship. I'm past that stage. Mm, I feel like it's not on me. But It's got to be two willing parties for sure. So. There's somebody at your door. Hmm. Huh? I might fucking call me. Well, we're here for the shits again. My. My, my bad. Pardon the interruption. Uh, so the reason we had to take like a smooth ass break that was uh my friend Dominique and uh Halen came and Halen was knocking on my door like the dope man and I asked her why and she was like I want you to hear me but Halen so so special and so sweet. And she patted me down for some food. She said she wanted hot chips and Robux. So tired of these fucking kids. Mm. Want this dumb shit. That's 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 what's saying right now. For all children. Yeah. So, as I segue. Okay. <clears throat> I think girls is uh <clears throat> was was select women. Make uh the game a little difficult, man. Oh, please. Make the game a little difficult, not being receptive. So I was talking to uh but you know, when I meet people, I share the podcast shit. I be like, oh our podcast. Well no, I don't share it, they inquire. So <clears throat> I have to change the setup of the fucking podcast. Because the shit that I highlighted over a year and a half ago, I don't know why it comes up like this. When you go on a page, just the little dicks. And then oh, it's something else and something yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. I send people 
different fucking podcasts. I never send them the little dicks shit. They always fucking go there. So a chick just went into a, a whole rant talking about how a dude was insecure. He had insecure. Uh, he was insecure because he had a little dick and he pushed his insecurities on her. So we were talking about and that. That happens. But this is the thing. Women, please start dating dudes, guys, niggas who who are past a certain stage. Everything can't be face value, eye level shit. What you mean past a certain stage? If he got a little dick, he always gonna be insecure about that. He might not. He might know what to do with it. But how you? How you? Cause it's growth. I used to have insecurities about the way I sound, and she cracked on me about the way I sound. She was like, "Your your voice doesn't match your face." I'm like, oh, well, "Hold on, bro." <laughs> I said the same thing. It don't. I don't do this shit on purpose. Like the same thing. I wasn't able to pick. My motherfucking voice when I get off the fucking assembly line at fucking uh, 84. I'm able to pick my voice. So it's just part of the game. Get past the fucking insecurities. Just because you're a, a certain type of way don't mean you got to remain that way. So since you don't have to remain that way, it's always about growth. It's always about being better. So you, so are you saying that to say you're not going to talk about your dick every other podcast? That wasn't about, this not about the dick part. This is about the insecurities. And I kind of slide away felt like she was like, uh, she said some sucker shit like, oh, if I had a, a choice to choose, I'm always choosing a big dick. No girl says I want the little penis. I'm just saying it's, I've had little penis before and if they know what to do with it, I don't complain. That's just like, girl, if you give any girl woman the opportunity to pick a fat ass, they're going to go for it. That's not true. Uh, who, Little who, booties matter too, fam. Who are you speaking for? I'm, I'm just saying. Who are you? Everybody uh, don't want a big ass. Yeah, all right. Little asses matter too. Oh, okay, so. Nah, nah I'm going to leave it where it's at. Big ass. I'm going to leave it where it's at. <laughs> I'm not going to change that to a medium ass. It's a big ass for you. How about that? I don't have a big ass, so I'm okay with that. Your shit is wide. If you did more squats, that bitch would be that bitch would be perfect. So uh, you're lazy. How about that? Oh, okay. So <clears throat> get, get past your insecurity. Tell us how you really feel. I did. Okay. <laughs> get past your insecurity phase. Get past that. You really should fast forward that up, people. Just because how you gonna tell them to fast forward their insecurity stage? It's a journey that everybody has to go on. Cause niggas be niggas been in this journey forty years, and at some point in time we gotta grow up. And who are you to tell them when that's gonna be? Me now, me now. If you've been going through the same, if you've been feeling like you're ugly and you got low self esteem for fifteen years, come on, man. You it is had... unfortunate, true enough, but it's life. Hey, it's life, and I can't tell nobody how to heal or nobody how to do shit. Yeah, because you don't know what type of traumas they had because of it or what brought them to that place. Like, for a long time, I used to hate the skin. Of the, I hated being a dark-skinned sister. I hated it. I'm the darkest one out of all of my siblings. And now, I think it's the dopest shit in life. Mm-hmm. But you don't, you know what I'm saying? So you can't really say, hey, is this, is that. You got to get over it. Yeah, no, I don't. So, I hear you, but <clears throat> maybe my role with insecurities was a lot faster. 
Cause I grew up in the hood. I did too. Yeah, but it was a, it was a, it was a different. My friends made fun of me. My friends got my, my friends got my ass. They got my ass together. But uh, I I was giving them bitches back. Period. Yeah, I was I was loading them up. We gonna carry this bitch up together, fam. You're not gonna everybody, be the only everybody one. Everybody doesn't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And some people it takes time. And I and I realize that more now as a parent than I did growing up. <clears throat> and and the shit that I've been preaching for the longest is women. Let's do a much better game with uh with uh being being fair with dating. What do you mean? How are we unfair? Oh, cause y'all be on bullshit with dating. How about that? I please explain. He too nice. He remind me too much of my ex. This nigga said some shit that I didn't like. I'm allow me the privilege of getting to know you. Don't assume I know everything. Don't assume just because I say one or two things, I'm that way. Allow me. Because I don't I, I don't see y'all getting up and walking the fuck off when love and hip hop and all them little right ass shows y'all like do some shit you don't agree with. Y'all still stick it out. Get the fuck how long did it take you to stop watching power? It didn't take me first of all, I started late. Let me clear that up. What do you start that's not late? <laughs> so what? Name a show. But you just started watching TV a year and a half ago. I actually just started watching TV this year. But get out of my business because before my hiatus from TV, I watched TV, but I didn't watch it consistently. I, you know, I'd rather read a book. So, you know. That's one dope thing about you. Whatever. We, we need to add more light to that. And I need to order your Lovecraft book. Yeah, because apparently they finna come out with a part two to that. The show. I'm not here for it. I don't I don't see how you're going to do it. It doesn't make it. sense. Unless they fast forward with his son. That's the only way. Yeah, I don't got time. Anyway, his son wrote the book. Called his son wrote Lovecraft. Yep. And the show just showed all the way up until she was pregnant and he's dead. Mm hmm. I don't got time. It's going to, so when I get you the book, it's going to be super confusing when I get you the book. Want to order or not? We we order at the podcast. is Is the book better than the show? Every time. I figured as much. A hundred out of hundred. I I totally can believe it. Somebody told me I need to get on a sex novel book. And I was like, mm, the coldest winner, some shit. First of all, I read the coldest winner ever when I was 13. Hey, man, you was a different 13-year-old. <laughs> you was a different 13-year-old. You was I around started... this bitch sneaking out of the house, popping it. <laughs> like, I definitely, I definitely. 13-year-old get Reading head. was my escape. That's when I learned how to escape. So... I went there and I've stayed there ever since. Basketball was mine. And then I found out what bitches was. Oh, yeah. I've been on bitches. As you already know, I was fucking already. So that shit didn't really change nothing. And then speaking of fucking, I think my vagina's broke. How old are you? I'm 34. Yeah, you've been fucking 21 years, though. That's not even the point that I'm trying to make, though. 21 years. I'm saying I think it's broke because I can get right to the point of wanting to come. Like, I'm right there. Like, oh, I mm-hmm. can feel it. And then nothing. Like, I can get wet. I can get aroused. All of that. But I cannot orgasm under any circumstances. You're a weirdo. 
I think my shit broke. <laughs> I'm here for it. You done ran up the malls on that puss. I did. <laughs> and I did a new motherfucking motor. I'm here for it. My best friend said, Well, don't you think that it's because you're mentally not there? What are you thinking about when you're having sex? I'm like, Shit, I was thinking about paying my rent and paying car notes and I got to get J school shit and all kinds of it was like, well, Fred, if you gonna have sex, you he, need to be in the sex. Yeah, I was talking to my best friend about it, and he is a man. No, when you say best friends, I think Nikki Tyra. Uh, no, I was talking about B. I had this conversation with B. I haven't had it with the girls yet because they, every, for the last few times we didn't all got together, we've been ridiculously drunk. One said I wasn't loyal, all kind of shit. So Writing whatever. it up. Writing it up. So, um,. Yeah, I think my shit broke, and I'm really feeling a way about that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to fix it. I feel like maybe I should go on a sex hiatus and not have sex for a while, and then just recenter myself. Mm-hmm. But does that mean no masturbation too? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I used to do that. Uh, go, I've done it plenty of times. Go sixty days cleansing. Oh yeah. 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 So the last time I did it, I went. Two and a half years without having sex, mm-hmm. and then when I finally popped this on somebody, I was all over the place. Like, oh, okay, yeah, there you go. Okay, I see you, sis. It w- it felt like it was worth it to have that sex. At this point, sex is just something to do, mm-hmm. and I think that's my biggest problem because it's just now something to do. It's not, oh, this is feeling good. This is me and my feelings. My feelings ain't attached to it, and I think that's my biggest problem. You know yourself, so you don't need any advice. You, it, it kind of sounds like you have everything pinpointed. The only shit that you're that you're not uh, grasping is or, that I uh, still want to have sex, even though I know my shit is not going to work the way I want it to. Right. Some sometimes, well, with you having it, you get it. I don't really think you you need no advice. It's not even really needing advice. It's I'm asking from a male's perspective. If you sleep with a woman who can't come, how does that make you feel? Oh, I know a lot of weirdos. <laughs> I know a lot of weirdos. I'm just saying, like, I mean, in that moment in sex, you like you giving a plus so, dick, and you like this bitch still won't come. So what I've noticed more is women hold back. So women will make it where they don't come. So if you do that shit so much that right when you get to that point, your body is naturally going to be like, oh, no, cut that shit off. It's not going to happen. So that's why I always get on my east side shit and I talk nasty. <laughs> like, like you got to talk filthy. You got to be like, hey, stop playing it's with me. Give me that shit. Oh, yeah. But, so everybody thinks sex is. It's all about like the size or the, uh, the weapon no, you have. it's way more to it. It's mental. So you got to think. Well, not you got to think. Just take it to the example. I knew a girl that squirted a lot. She said she never squirted because her nigga, she squirted one time on her nigga, and her nigga was like, why the fuck would you do that? And he was tripping. So she always held back. Always held back. Yeah, yeah, your partner got to be understanding and know how to roll with it and what to do for you. I just really feel like I shouldn't have to have a whole... um, what is it conversation with myself in that moment? Like, come on, bitch, you can do this. You can, you can definitely do this. Like I have literally had this conversation with myself and I was like, this is some bullshit. Cause I still ain't did it yet. I hate it here. Mm-hmm. I want my vagina to work the way it used to. Yeah. But have you, 
have you ever have you ever thought about is what you going through? Yeah. I'm so sick of what I'm going through affecting every aspect of my life. You gotta fix it. Ah, it's too much. I just mm-hmm. want to be a. I want to do ball head rat shit. You want to be normal. Yeah, and but, and just. But you gotta think. Which one would you take? Being normal today, and being abnormal the rest of the fucking week, or not being normal until fucking December, right? And then your life is better from here on. It's about the adjustments. Perfect example. I was about to walk off the job. I was like, fuck this. I got other opportunities. I got other jobs. I could do this shit, blah, blah, blah. I had to tell myself, like, hey, man. Like, hey, nigga. Get your shit together, nigga. Tuck your fucking nuts. Like, nigga, no, you're not about to walk off this shit. You about to work this shit until you figure out your next fucking move. Stop being in a place where you always think that, fuck it, I could do better. Some shit you got to ride out, nigga. Sometimes. Yeah, so I had to have a real nigga talk like that in a fucking trailer of a semi truck to yourself. Facts, facts, and that be bit, that that makes it better when you can tell yourself that shit. Yeah, because... so so even when I put myself in that point, everything else was easier. Everything else was. It was like, no, nah, nigga, you built for this. Like as much as I may talk shit about Walter T and all that shit, he bred real niggas. As far as working hard. Getting up every day, doing what the fuck you got to do. My nigga, I could do that. That's why when I, when I train my mind to do shit, like getting up, going to the gym for that month, month and a half, I was on it. I was on it. Niggas had to tell me like, you know, you can take some days off, right? And I was like, for what? They was like, so your body can heal, nigga. Like you can't just keep on going balls to the walls, balls to the wall. And for me to be out of working out so much. And jump right into it. Oh, my body was fucking shattered. It was shattered. But mentally, I could go to this place. That's what Walter D told me. Mentally. He he did so much shit that mentally I had to tap in to go somewhere else. Yeah. But you know your brain is your strongest muscle. So, I, I say that shit with the sex shit. With the one girl who squirted and shit, she was like she never would. She was shameful. Oh, I was all in her air. Telling her all types of filthy shit. Like, give it to me. Bitch, I want it. And then that shit graduated to, bitch, I need it. Stop playing with me. You're going to give me this shit. Oh, that bitch. <laughs> what? That bitch. Oh, that shit was everywhere. I was pissed. But I couldn't let her know. I couldn't let her know. Because it was like, oh, you really well, did you it. That's a lot. Yeah. And I'd be a whole ass nigga. I wish a nigga would hit me. Boom. The fuck? <laughs> That's how it was. That's how it was. She gave me everything I asked for and more. Hello? But that's the time. That's a growth period. I always feel like when you're intimate with somebody, you can't shun them from shit they want to do. So if they tell you like, yo, I'm I'm sheltered. I'm not really in a space where I can tell people about this shit. And I tell you about it and then you shun me. My nigga, you're going to send me back another five years. You're going to send me back. You got to be... You just got to be understanding of it. Some girl's going to ask you some weird shit. And some girl's going to tell you some weird shit that you don't want to know. During sex. Like, full-pledged dick all in mouth. And then they, they hold on a second. 
I used to put my finger in my other ex's ass and it'd be like, yo, I ain't, I ain't here for that now. Fam. Oh my God. Not, that's not the play. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you pulled that out doing being weird while my, while my dick is erect. So it's this guy on Instagram and he do this 100 Wednesdays video, right? I think I sent it to you. And he was like, um, women, y'all weird. Stop telling mm-hmm. us about the niggas that y'all didn't fucked or whatever in his business. C- clearly, that was where I was going. That's where I... Yeah. But it really happens. It really happens. Like, women would say weird shit during sex or during... A, just... Women would tell all the nigga business and you would be looking like... Like, and then that's how niggas know. So that's what... I, if niggas ever come cross and meet dog who talking tough, they'd be like, "You the you the same nigga that killed niggas, my nigga. You take my nigga. You can't even shit with your clothes on, but you's the killer. You gotta put your clothes right here, <laughs> nigga. You the I one. do I do agree that women tend to give too much information about an ex, but because at some point we want you to under, we want you to understand what I came from and where I'm trying to go. And it's okay to talk about experiences with your ex. You just got to know where to draw the line. Because everything ain't everybody's business. Hey, hey. And, and, and this some shit I guess to say. And goddammit, I ain't going to play. I ain't playing. Same shit go for niggas. Stop telling them intimate shit. Stop telling shit. Stop being so fucking free with the information of your old bitch. Even even still, for those that are cheating on their bitch, even watch Shut them, the fuck your, up. Sa- your main bitch. Don't hey, tell your hey, side bitch anything. It hey, ain't their business. Hey, Drake said it best. Drake said, and I'm fucking it up on purpose because I can't remember it. Drake okay. was like, you want a pillow talk and talk about your ex. I think it's more real when you just hold it down. I have had several chicks tell me that they fucked Detroit rappers and wanted me to go deeper into it. And I've been like, oh, yeah, you probably listen to this music. Well, whoa, don't fuck up me being a fan. Like, let me be a fan. <laughs> I'm already fucking this old thing. Like, so now you, want, now you want me to know the truth about this nigga and fuck you? Like, man, let me enjoy being a fan. Being a fan is the shit, man. Let me be a fan, nigga. Don't do no sucker shit. Please I have don't to agree with you. We're yeah. in hell. Agreed. Agreed. It is totally. It is sucker. N- niggas is. Here's a, here's what I fi- I figured out when people can't do anything but talk about their ex in the space of when you're getting to know them, dating them, and things like that. They don't have shit else to talk about. Man, y'all niggas, y'all niggas weird, man. They don't have anything else to talk about. They don't know what else to talk about. No, because now, but, everybody is uh, going so, to so have hold on. that. So what happened? When God you damn it! I said hold on. But I was in the middle of a statement, and my shit was dope. So uh, this is what I say: People think that it's customary to sneak this and talk about niggas behind they fucking back, and it's more real to shut the fuck up. It's more real to shut the fuck up. Niggas respect you more if like. With me and you, if me and you get into it, and then I go back to your people sneak this, and your people come back and be like, yo, what really happened, blah, blah, blah. My nigga, that's just between me and her. That's not between, the same shit with Cherry. Nigga, I don't sneak this, Cherry. I don't be like, oh, dumbass. For what? Just because you lost me as a friend don't mean you gained me as a fucking enemy. Still keep your shit thorough. I hate you whole ass niggas. Oh. 
Because it's real. Like, like me and Dio, we don't see fucking eye to eye. And with us not seeing eye to eye, I can't go and sneak this, this nigga and be like, yeah, this nigga was a bitch or this nigga was this. No, that nigga my best friend. We just not kicking it now. And, and niggas think that as soon as you don't have an understanding or you're not agreeing with somebody who you chose as a friend, that means you wholeheartedly can sneak this. No, my nigga, you still got to remain thorough. Still gotta remain thorough. Some shit you can't come back for. I apologize. Please go ahead. Uh, do I your thing. I forgot what I was gonna say. Mm. And the yeah. famous words of AJ must not been important. It must not have been like. Yeah, man. It couldn't have been. Man, it's more important to hold a nigga down. X Bay, she do a lot of retarded shit. I'm never gonna sneak this, huh? And so that's what I'm not. saying. Everybody. That's what I was gonna say. Everybody has had that conversation with somebody that they just met. So why are you single? So what happened with your last relationship? Those are basic questions that people are going to ask, mm-hmm. right? It's up to you, the person, to say, well, shit just didn't work or shit just didn't work. I don't really feel like I need to go into a long, drawn-out, yeah, because for six months he thought I didn't know, but he was fucking the old, the old girl, and I just really was trying to get my shit together so I get the fuck on and all of this, and he had the money, so I did this, and he was doing this, so I did that, and I feel like that's just too much. That's too much. We just didn't work. Hey, it's more important when you hold a nigga down. We just didn't work. And, 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 and even if you find yourself at a a place where you can't hold a nigga down, silence is key. Like you don't have to tell everybody about the fucked up shit that you go through. That's not everybody's it's story. It's not everybody's business. Yeah, that's not everybody's shit. Like sometimes you have to tuck certain shit and and you gotta sit on it. And that's the beauty about being an adult. Understanding when you can and can't be so fucking transparent. I'm like at this point, I really feel like I'm popular, y'all. My phone is rung back to back like five times. Nobody fucking calls me. I harass you. You start with a text. Because I'm respectful. <laughs> yeah. And then it goes balls to the wall. <laughs> yeah, then you get to tripping, calling me, then hanging up. Like, this is a petty ass nigga, yo. Like, we in the middle of a conversation earlier, the nigga just hung up the phone. Clean, smooth. Just smooth, hung up. And I had to call back and say, hey, you don't get to fucking hang up on me. That's not how this friendship fucking works. You you know when I when I used to uh I used to do that shit to deal and L all the time. They said some shit I don't like and I just hang up like do 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 and niggas L wouldn't call back. But deal would be like get out your feelings, get out your feelings. And he only do the shit when you say something that he don't like, and it's crazy. Like mm-hmm. uh the f- no go ahead. You said it's crazy. But- it's crazy. It's just crazy. So with granddaughter, I get that shit too. Cause granddaughter keep on back to back video me, back to back video me, and be like, "What you doing?" Like, I just get off the phone with you, and she'd be like, "Oh, I'm off my cousin's house. <laughs> it's my cousin." And I'd be like, "I'd be like, Kari, I just know you. I don't know your cousin, Kari. That's from your that's from your daddy's side. I don't know them niggas." So she'd be like, "Just butt butt. You gotta call her butt butt. Hey butt butt. Uh, hello butt butt. How are you?" So I hang up on Kari. And I did it in front of uh, her grandma, Cece. I did it in front of Cece. So Cece told me, like, Kari looked at her phone and was like, he banged on me. Like, grandma, he banged on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't be banging on people. That shit is rude. Kari been here before. That's going to be my first fight. That's how I know I got to stay in shape. Because I'm going to have to fight Kari. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, 
Oh man, Kari been here before. She wise. And I always told her ever since she was little, I was like, yo, she's gonna be the smartest in the house. Y'all keep on fucking around with her. I go over there fucking around with PJ. PJ hit me, I hit him back. PJ look at me. Kari like, why you hit him? Bitch ain't none of your business. This nigga done hit me. She like, why you hit him? I said, Kari, he hit me. She said, yeah, but he a kid. You a adult. I said, bitch. No, you don't get the bitch kid. I said, bitch. You don't get the bitch kid. Fuck you. This not your granddaughter. This mine. I said, bitch. No. I didn't really say it. That's what she thought, though. But in my mind, I was like, and then I had to get mad because she was correct. He's a child. I'm an adult. I was being petty, and she caught me. She was like, yeah, but he's a kid, though. Wrong. I know. I know. And then she a punk. Because if you wrestle with her and play with her, she a crap. <laughs> so okay. I can't get my get back fucking with Kari. That's crazy. But it is. And and this episode is crazy. Like, we didn't talk about a lot of shit. Like, yo, pussy don't work. <laughs> no, it still works. Like, I still get aroused. I still get wet. All of that. I just can't come. I you need to go to counseling that. for it? No, I don't want to talk to a therapist about it. We just had counseling about it. Hello? That's as far as it's going to go. Matter of fact, can you take that part out? What? Everybody don't need to know that my vagina not working right right now. It's too much. You're not gonna do it either. No, uh, no, we're here for it. We're here for it. We're here for it. I don't know what's wrong with you. I've been on so many episodes talking about shit that I shouldn't talk shit about that I wasn't comfortable about, and it just came out in normal conversation. So if I gotta eat my shit, you gotta eat yours too. Obviously, but I eat a lot more than you. No, I don't. You're right. Yeah, nobody does. Nobody in the history of more about nothing has. I've been exposed. I've been put on shit. People didn't said shit in the middle of this bitch. And I'm like, ah. So that's where we're going. Well, I'm with the shits. And then I say something about some shit. Oh, perfect example. Another motherfucker uh, be on a podcast telling all my motherfucking business. When it comes to his turn, he be like, oh, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm just playing. No, we don't got to go there. Chill out. What you doing? I'm like, yeah. It's cool to expose me, but <laughs> right it, when, when it's, it's your turn. turn. Yeah. Yeah. Then niggas that's don't want to play. Life, though. Yeah, man, but. But my life said my, my life shit is different because I didn't heard niggas say it, it been niggas that said oh nigga I never fuck with the type of girl that you you didn't fuck with and then niggas and shot they shot at the type of girl I didn't fuck with so then I look and be like hmm that's a, that's a little different and then niggas be weird a nigga say oh yeah. Can I, I ask a quick question? I don't mean to cut you off, but why is everything? Have you noticed that the word weird has taken? A brand new meaning in the world today with the youth. Like, you niggas is weird. Like, everything is weird. Because they're different. It's not our age. Because, so weird is the new. I just don't understand, y'all. Our parents used to do that shit to y'all. To us. I just don't understand, y'all. And before then, they parents used to say, well, back in my day, that's telling a motherfucker, bitch, I don't understand you. So it's just going to keep on growing. <laughs> I'm going to keep on growing. Uh. Okay. Like relations, you have to think. Our parents will make it seem like they never had fucking one night stands. Like that was just some new shit we created. Like, so you ain't never met a nigga and your pussy started being your fucking representative and your dick started being corporate. So you ain't never met nobody and fucked nobody in the car. Really? So I'm the first nigga that caught that vibe. I was the first nigga to say, hey, let's hop in the back seat. And then you say, okay, but I don't want to do nothing. And then you secretly. So what you're saying is, is you ain't never fucked in the rain. Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
Hey, not even uh, just fucked in the rain. Your dick ain't never get you into an opportunity that you was like, I shouldn't be doing this. and Or you heard a song on the radio and been like, usually I don't do this, but uh, let's go hit him off with the remix. <laughs> Hello. What? How the fuck did I get here if y'all was planning sex? Fuck did I get here, fam? Because you might have been a planned mistake. You was planned, but it was a mistake. They didn't mean it. No, I was a come up baby. My mom had one book between me and Kyle. So I was supposed to have an older brother. She fucked around and was pregnant and dipped and came back unpregnant. So my dad was like, well, what the fuck going on here? So I was the next nigga. So I had to survive. I had to survive because niggas would have been, niggas would have been, bitch, that's two. That's two, bitch. (laughs) So (laughs) niggas, but I'm happy. I'm happy you said that shit because in my later years or my lighter years, uh, I'm, I'm and, and this is from the outside looking in. I never got any confirmation from my parents. I think my dad fell in love with my mom, and my mom fell in love with the opportunity of my dad. That's why he. That's why he not right. Too many girls that he didn't nutty and have told him like, mm, "You're just a cool guy. I don't really like you like that." And I think he really liked him. Therese's mom was supposed to marry him, and she took her baby and dipped on the nigga like, "Up, oh, I'm out." <laughs> But he had two kids the same year. There's a reason for everything. I don't never want to be a nigga to fall in love with opportunity. No, I think I think um I want to fall in love with the person. You know how many people falls in love with the idea of that person? That's a that's a that's a that's a thing. Mm. And it's fucked up because a lot of them are married, bitter, and then they're divorced, and then that's what the dating pool is left for for us out here. Yeah, but you you have to be better. A, a lot of times, our parents will will make it. They make love seem so easy, but then when you get older, they'd be like, "Oh, you got to work at it." It's oh. hard work, baby. Yeah, but before then, it's all oh, when you were a kid. I fell in love with the best yeah, my nigga. Mama tell me that shit when I got married. She like, "This is your forever." I'm so happy for you. And then after like three months of nothing but total bullshit, I was like, I'm coming the fuck home. <laughs> she was like, no, you can't come home. You got a whole husband. <laughs> you got to stay there. Y'all got to figure it out or something. I was like, no, ma'am, you didn't say this. And that's why I feel like people that get engaged and they want to get married, I feel like you should always live with them first. Because I don't know you until I live with you. Mm. Mm. Honestly, until we're under the same roof, 24 hours, we, you ain't got no choice but to see me. Because, like, look, when we dating and we engaged or whatever, you got your place, I got my place. Once we're under that same roof, bitch, you really nasty. Hmm? Oh, you, yeah, you, nasty? you really nasty. Like, you find oh. out a motherfucker's true nature. Like, you know I'm on my way, so you going to clean up. Hey, every time. But we live together, and I just watched you walk your punk ass in here and throw everything this way, that way, and a third. Ain't put a piece of paper in the garbage or nothing. You can fake it until you get there. But once you move in and live with a motherfucker, I feel like at least 90 days before you get married, y'all should live together. Mm. At least 90 days. So you can see how a nigga move? So I can know the real you inside this house. All right. It's been motherfuckers who, uh, who was it? A nigga was just telling me, a nigga told me a couple years ago. I don't remember if it was you or somebody. Somebody told me how 
a dude got arrested and it was like 40 years or something ago. This nigga done uh, committed a fucking murder, shot off, came back to Michigan, changed his name, was working up under another nigga name, got married, all this shit. They caught up with the nigga 40 years later. That's crazy. And and it was a situation where it was like they didn't know. Didn't nobody know until the FBI came and was walking dog out the creek. And the wife was like, what? Like, no, no. This nigga had kids and everything. Talking about kids grown as fuck. Talking about what? No, man, that's not. They done ran down a nigga whole name and everything. And it was like, damn. How did that? I don't even know you. She knew shit. she knew who he was for her. I'm talking about when you live with a motherfucker, you find out their manuals because there's some things that just don't change. Right? If you if you OCD, you OCD no matter what name you use. You feel me? No, some niggas pump fat. Some niggas pump fat. It's a story that I probably shouldn't tell. And uh I'm gonna make you pinky swear. On the podcast? Oh yeah, we got a pinky okay. swear. Okay. So <clears throat> I met, it was somebody that was recently on the news, right? I met dog. Met him at a, a random ass barbecue. Like you, you, you know, the park right up the street. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, uh, right when you hit Hamtramck. Mm-hmm. I met dog there. This nigga made the news cause he killed his girl and moved back here. They just caught dog. Like he killed his girl, all that shit. I was just. Introduced to him, I thought he was like a sucker. His chick, his chick thick. I seen her before. I was like, I was like, oh, she's straight. This her baby daddy, all that shit. Nobody knew who the fuck dog was. Like nobody knew that he just killed a bitch. Set well, not a bitch. Killed a young lady. Set her on fire. Burned the crib in the car and get the fuck out. Damn. So. The way that niggas can 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 move is is different. It's different. So I I can't happily say just because the amount of time I know you, it's about what are, what you willing to give. Like even with shit with me, I know that I'm very given, and I can't allow or expect a person to give like me to be open. Because I always talk about the shit with you. I'd be like, when I was meeting AJ and I'd be cooking, I would always give her a plate. Like, she ain't never came over this bitch and been hungry. He ain't fed me since. Oh, okay. I thought you was about to lie. <laughs> I thought you was about to motherfucking lie and be like. He ain't fed me since, y'all. It's crazy. I'm after, hungry right now. Hey, Go ahead, fam. Hey, after a year and a half of getting feds. So, I feel like you should keep that same energy. <laughs> that energy however ain't able to that you can, However you come into this, baby, you got to keep the same energy. I feel like it's easier that way. And then on top of that, you know I'm fat. Like, why wouldn't you have something ready to snack on? Then go have the audacity and tell me I can't have his Reese's cup. That's just sitting there like he really was going to eat it. But continue. Why? Why can't you have it? Because you was being mean. <clears throat> no, because uh, your doctor says you and sugar aren't friends. And, and you may or may not have the sugars. Uh, I do, but still. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, hey, and what's my constant conversation with you? Mm. Yeah, niggas yeah. don't want to talk. Niggas Continue don't want to talk that. <laughs> then niggas brush the bullshit <laughs> off. 
<laughs> get, the, get the fuck off me, fam. <laughs> yeah, being the right. Fuck off me. Caring about me more than I care about myself at that point in time. I do care about myself, but this is the thing that you got to know with or without sugar. You can have anything in life as long as you have it within moderation. Mm-hmm. Crackheads say the same shit, too. Maybe they know. Functioning crackheads know how to do it the right way, apparently. Uh-huh. Yeah. But my point that I'm making is, is that. This nigga here. <laughs> Everybody got a crack degree when it come down to it. I, I mean, I don't. I really want to learn how to whip up, you know, to do it. Because at this point, I'm tired of working every day for somebody else. I'm going to make my own rules. But anyway. Invite yourself one-on-one. So. <laughs> Hey, I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So real quick, he gotta go there. No, just what that shit is. If you're cooking up, use a mask. Because as much as you want to be a boss, you you will also be a client. Mm. Yeah, a lot of niggas don't believe in that shit. Mm. Yeah, when niggas be cutting up and and packaging dope and all that See, other you shit. You got a problem with all of that? Like you gotta know how to be able to acquire all that shit. And I do not have time. Mm-hmm. I, I remember want the shit ready made so that I can just go ahead and do me. Like, yeah, you're not gonna make too much money. <laughs> you're not gonna no. make too much money if everybody just packages deal for you. Yeah, and then you're not gonna. So, the fucked up part Which is about why that, I'm not a drug dealer. That's it, right? The there. fucked up part about that is you don't know what you get because you're allowing other people to touch it and package it for you. And in this day and age that we stay in, that's not the play. Niggas, uh, niggas hit your shit with fentanyl. So you will fuck around. It, this how bad it is. If niggas getting coke, right, mm-hmm. or pills or whatever, and it's fentanyl in it, and they find out it's fentanyl in it, and you are distributing it to your communicate, your communication, your community, you gonna get hit with another charge. So even if niggas don't die, if niggas be like, yo, yeah, I got the pack from him. So just think of you the plug. And you give it to a nigga, right? And he hit it with fentanyl. All y'all niggas can go down. Because this nigga hitting it with fentanyl and niggas is just dying. What the fentanyl do? It kills. Oh, okay. It kills. Oh, okay. Yeah. You well, see, I don't even know what none of this shit is. So listen, it's safe to say everybody I'm never going to do it. Yeah. But still. In the halfway house, when dog died on me, that's what we thought. Dog got hit with some fentanyl. Yeah, to see that nigga walk in the room, you see that nigga arms folded, skin changing, pale. Oh, yeah, it's serious. Mm. It's serious. Well. Yeah, but hey, everybody want to be a part of that game until you have to be a part of that game. Yeah, it's too much work for me. Yeah, when I was sitting up talking to the EMS, them niggas was so inhuman. Them niggas was so cracking jokes like, oh, yeah. This happens a lot. You have to desensitize yourself from it. What? If you don't, yo, am I tripping? But is somebody walking back there with a sheet on? I don't know. I think I'm tripping, y'all. It's okay. It's I. I might have been wrong, but I. I swear to God, I'm not wrong. But anyway, um, you have to desensitize yourself from a whole lot of shit because if you don't, you gotta turn that shit on and off. That shit'll eat you alive. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if we gonna have to, if I'm gonna have to start shooting at niggas and shit. Going that way? Going what way? Right across there, to the right. Oh, I don't, I don't see no sheet. <sighs> but you're, clearly you're talking about the next block over. Yeah. Okay, we don't have issues with that block. Oh, 
But I seen what I seen. Whatever. Anyway. No, but but you have to look at how you described it. Did I just see a nigga like I don't have a backyard? I'm like, oh, if you see a nigga in my backyard, you see somebody that <laughs> <there> shot. <laughs> okay, so that was my bad. But um Yeah, just do a cooler job of it is all I ask. Just a No problem. Cool. No problem. I, I'll be more descriptive next. I appreciate time. it. It's very appreciated. No problem. Yeah. Just, yeah. just want me to fucking attempt to murder and be like, yeah. I, I didn't. I just was okay. Anyway. So, mm-hmm. you have anything else you would like to say? Uh, let yourself understand yourself. Know where people are. Know how far people are willing to go. Don't lead people down the path. And this is the most important shit. If you're walking with somebody on a journey, both of y'all have two separate journeys. If they stop, that's not on you. That's probably where their journey ends at. And that could be where your solo journey begins. Don't tell people, come on, man, it's just a little bit further. If they stop, they stop. That's on them. Stop trying to live the the plights or fights of other people. And don't force your your ways, your thinking, your understanding on other people too. It's just sometimes you have to be selfish. And then sometimes you have to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and understand them. And even if you're not right, still. And even if it doesn't feel right, still. Like, I'm pushing a friendship initiative. Fuck, fuck all the other shit. It's too much crazy shit and goofy shit going on. You can argue with a motherfucker. That I don't mean you got to hate him, though. No. You can disagree with a motherfucker. That I don't mean you just got to be like, fuck him. That em. comes with learning how to communicate, knowing how to agree to disagree. Everybody don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Shit growth. And, and that's the that's the dope part of life. And, and that's the very... That's the hardest part of life. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it's worth it. And uh, for the thousand and eight hundred and sixty-nine times. Uh, shout out to LaDonna for, or uh, Sis for showing me that friendships is important and you should value them. You should build into them. That That's why I'm I'm a better me because of that. Definitely because of that. Because I used to be, man, fuck them. I still question this friendship from time to time, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, because I don't cook all the time no more. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well then I'm just gonna tell y'all Just to be honest Before we get out of here Cause this is it We're all set at this point You know Always put yourself first mm-hmm. Can't nobody else do it Like you do it Know your worth And add tax to that shit At least three times But this was more about nothing And y'all have a great day Bitches need to listen more to <laughs> I'm definitely gonna put that part in <laughs>